Welcome to episode three of the Holly Springs Deep Dive Podcast. This time I went straight to the principal's office. This may or may not have been my first ever visit to the principal's office, but it was definitely my first visit to meet Holly Springs High School's new principal, Mr. Robert Morrison. I'm going to be honest, I really liked what he had to say, and after you get to know him by listening to his vision for the school, I think you'll see what I mean. This podcast wouldn't be possible without the support from our sponsors, A Touch of Whimsy Designs and Our Moments in Time. They're both owned by great people you absolutely must get to know. Let's hear first from the women behind A Touch of Whimsy Designs. to a couple of women I want you to know they own a business in Holly Springs called A Touch of Whimsy Designs and they are getting ready to have their merchandise in our moments in time. This is Gina Traversi and Ashley Davidson. Uh, Gina, tell yes. us a little bit about what kind of products you offer. We're so excited. We offer personalized and unpersonalized paper goods and vinyl gifts. Everything from note cards, notepads, stickers, wine tumblers, uh, vinyl decals for your car, pretty much anything personalized. And you focus on the paper. Yes. And Ashley is the vinyl lady. I'm the vinyl lady. So what <laughs> kinds of things do you put vinyl on? For uh, car stickers and... Uh, car decals, um, wine glasses, um, insulated tumblers, pint glasses, coffee mugs, laptop sticker, laptop decals, uh-huh. trinket dishes. Little um, monogrammed things. Yes. So your products are going to be available at our moments in time starting when? So definitely before the 1st of September. Nice. Yeah, we're excited. People will be able to get your products here at our moments in time. They'll be able to order personalized things from here if yes. they'd like to. And they can also see your Facebook page. Yeah. Um, a Touch of Whimsy Designs. Good luck with your with your debut at our moments in time. Thank I, you so much. Thank I know you. I have many of your products already and I love all of them and I can't wait for this whole section of the county to see what you have. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Karen. Uh, Good morning. I'm here with Mr. Robert Morrison. He is the new principal of Holly Springs High School. I'm excited to meet you, Mr. Morrison. Thank Thank you for being here. Thank you for talking to me today. Um, The reason that I wanted to talk to you is to introduce you to the community because there are a lot of people here who kind of like to know who the principal of the school is, who's Mm -hmm. turning out all of our young adults, and, you know, whether they have a child here or not whether they have a child on the way here or not. It's important for the community to know that all of our teenagers are in good hands. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to find out today, right? Yes. Okay. You are. Um, So tell me about your background. Um, I understand that you were an assistant principal at this very school some years ago. Um, Tell me about your background. Yes. So I grew up just south of Buffalo, New York. Okay. Um, Moved here in... August of 1994 to take a job teaching math and coaching soccer and basketball at Fuquay Verena High School. I was there for 16 years. I left Fuquay Verena High School to become an assistant principal at Holly Springs High School. I was here five years. Uh, I left in August of 2015 to become the principal of Wendell Middle School. 
spent four years there, and I was fortunate enough to be named the principal of Holly Springs High School starting July 1st of this year. I am very happy to be back. So it's kind of like coming home. Yes. Yeah. Um, in all honesty, it's there are some new people. There are a lot of people that are still here. But walking in and setting up and starting to move around the building, it's like I've never left. That's nice. That's nice. So have you been here long enough to have noticed any changes? I mean, I think those will be more notable when all of the students come back. Yeah. Um, not anything major. Uh, we, you know, we had some staff input sessions to try to get their feelings about how to best move forward and any adjustments they would like to see. Um, I'm meeting with the seniors from our student government. I believe August 9th was the first time we had a chance to do that. But it's, it feels like home. Um, this was my first job as administrator here. Um, I'm just glad to be back. I'm sure they're glad to have you too. You know, somebody <laughs> familiar already who doesn't have to learn so many people's names and where things are and that sort of thing. Yes, it has been nice to see a lot of familiar faces. Yeah. Um, I've tried. I've gone into the the teams that have been here, introduced myself to the kids and the drivers ed room, you know, in the media center. Um, there's some kids that say, "Oh, you're you're McKenna's dad. I know her." Or, <laughs> you know, it's stuff like that. So there, and there's some people who had older siblings here when I was here prior. So there are some familiar faces, even with kids, that recognize my name. Nice. Um, so what um, what is your vision for the school? What are your goals? What do you kind of see as your overarching theme? Kind of how I look at a high school is every child walks across a stage prepared for the future of their choosing. Um, some kids are choosing to go to a four-year college. Some kids are choosing to go to Wake Tech. Some are choosing to go into the military. Some are choosing to go straight to the workforce and start their own company. So as long as we are doing everything possible so every kid walks into the life that they've chosen, I think we've done a good job. Yeah, and it's, I think it's important not to um, you know, assume that four-year college is right for every kid mm -hmm. um, because I don't know that our world would continue to turn in the way it does if every single person followed that path because I'm a firm believer that everybody has their own gifts and um, it's important to honor individuality yes. like it sounds like you're into so I'm yeah. happy to hear and about that. There's so many different things. I mean the, the program like we do enrolled at Wake Tech. Um, there's so many things our kids can do. It's just having the kids be aware of that and communicating us their needs so we can make sure they're prepared. They walk across the stage and whatever they've chosen to do with their next steps they are ready to go. Well as the mom of a senior who graduated <laughs> um, I feel like I feel like, you know, that was the case, so that's good. I'm mm -hmm. glad that you're continuing that. Um, are you planning a meet and greet so um, parents who might be listening now uh, can meet you in person? Um, I think what I'm going to do, because I'm having trouble getting a time and everything set mm -hmm. up, is I will be doing all the parent meetings for Flight Academy on August 8th. And for uh, Meet the Teacher Night, I will be here. And I'm not sure if I'll set up something formally um, and also through Open House, which is early September. Um, my experience with meet and greets, especially in the summer, our families are on vacation, mm -hmm. um, parents are busy, um, so trying to work into a parent's schedule where they're going to already be here, I think might be the best way, so that, mm -hmm. that's what I'm planning. Okay, that, that, that sounds efficient too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's times that people are already going to be here right. for other purposes, they can um, 
get two things accomplished with one visit. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, uh, we've always gotten the Hawk Blast emails every week, and we get a call saying there's a Hawk Blast and a text saying there's a Hawk Blast. Um, is that what your communication method is going to continue to be? Yes, 5 o'clock on Friday. Um, they should have gotten one the last two Fridays. Mm -hmm. So it'll be, it'll be the voice my voice on the other end. Mm -hmm. um, now the voice on the other end may abbreviate some messages because I don't think you want to listen to five minutes of me talking. Um, but the link that comes through the text message takes you to the principal message part on our webpage automatically. And there are links in there. Um, like right now, the links live in there are for signing up for the AP camp. Um, all the li links for the kids for their uh, parking spaces, stuff like that. So always also please go to the use the link in the text message to go to the web page because there's going to be links embedded in that for forms and things you may need. That's nice. It's kind of one one stop yes. uh, for all of the information. Yes. You always know when it's 5 o'clock on Friday. Okay, 5 o'clock <laughs> on Friday. Okay. Um, another thing we talked about before I started recording was that every year, whether or not there's a new principal, there's a rumor that uh, hot lunch is not going to happen again. Can you talk about that and what your plans are and how you feel about the current hot lunch program? Um, hot lunch is great. And let's, let me just clarify for <laughs> people who don't have students here that hot lunch stands for Hawks on Task, mm -hmm. right? And it's a extended lunch period. How long is it? 55 minutes, 55 I believe. Minutes. And during that, uh, students eat their lunch. They have quick conferences with teachers. They have study groups. Mm -hmm club meetings, yes. uh, tutorials. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so much good with hot lunch. I agree. Because be able to have the kids have access to help within the school day, to have the kids have access to club meetings within the school day, because I feel in high school you have kids that are committed to sports, you have kids that are committed to our fine arts program, or kids that have many other commitments, or kids that may have to be home by 3 o'clock because their younger brother gets off the bus. So to do as much as we can within the school day. Um, hot or lunch has ride the bus home themselves right. and don't have any other way to get home right. other than mm -hmm. leaving when the bus leaves. Yeah, so right. if we could take advantage of when they're here. Um, now, there's some things we do need to maybe discuss with our students about hot lunch. Um, I have not seen it, but I've, I've heard sometimes trash becomes an issue. Um, just little things. Um, but, we'll, you know, we can do better. But the, the thought of it going away... That's not going to happen. Well, I like it. I mean, <laughs> as a mother, and I think it gives the kids some ownership in their success. Yes. Um, it's up to them to go to the tutorials most of the time. Um, yes. And even, you know, if you are struggling um, to go to the tutorials. I mean, some kids may need a little help getting there, um, but we can provide that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of a good bridge for um, if they do you know, go away to school after this. They know that they, you know, they feel empowered to get the help they need. They recognize when they need it, and they know to get it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good yeah, little nobody thing and responsibility thing. There's nobody in college telling you to go get help. You have to be responsible. And that's, that's the thing, too, is um, hopefully this is teaching our kids to be self-advocates mm -hmm. because when they leave this building, it's a little different. And hopefully we've built them. Hopefully we've built in that skill to everything they do to be a self advocate. It's hard to advocate for yourself yes. sometimes as an adult. So I would imagine it's a mm -hmm. skill that needs to be taught and encouraged and encouraged often in yes. kids because <laughs> there's a lot of peer stuff. They feel you know 
stupid asking a question or they don't want people to see them go into a tutorial but then in my kids experience they see people they know in the tutorial and they're like oh okay I feel better that I didn't get this too you know it's not yeah. something wrong with me or you know I think sometimes right. once it's breaking that ice then their comfort, their comfort level goes up yeah when do teachers eat lunch if they're always doing these tutorials um, it just occurred to me to wonder that well, the, the lunch is 55 minutes, so it's kind of split into A and B. Mm -hmm. So their tutorials is half of lunch. A or B. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but a lot of times there are many teachers that have kids in their room all the time. And the teacher may be sitting there eating lunch while the kids are doing study group. Um, but the teacher does have something to eat. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, what do you wish people knew about Holly Springs High School students? Um, as the mother of teenagers, I have noticed that people seem to expect the worst of teenagers because a lot, um, uh, a lot of society may paint all teenagers with the same brush. They ninety-eight mm -hmm. percent of the kids are good, or more, probably more right. than that, and just a handful of you know bad actors um, sour society's view of teenagers. And I know there are so many good kids doing fantastic things here at the school. Well, I think if you just think back of your own experience, um, if you've gone to a, a reunion of some sort and the kids that were maybe a little more interesting while you were in high school and then you talk to them at the, your 10-year reunion or however and you find out they're so much different. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think sometimes once you get to know the kids, you'll know there's good in there. Um, there's great in all of them. Some bring it out better than, better than others, and some of them don't know they're great yet. Right. So it's our job to bring that out in them because um, they're all good kids. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never had a conversation one-on-one -on -one with a child that I couldn't find greatness in them. Um, it's just making sure that you have those one-on-one -on -one conversations because you're right, kids get painted based on this, that, and the other. Or And you don't want it to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. No, and, and get to know the kids because sometimes something is an attempt to fit in, an attempt to feel comfortable, um, and understand that. Like, there's, there's story, stories behind these children, and what is that story? Because a child may do something, and there may be a, a reason, not saying it's a good reason, but there may be a, a reason that you and I don't know. So until we really know the child and they feel comfortable talking to us, we need to be able to do that so we can fulfill their needs and make sure they know that they're supported. Because that's the thing. They're all great. Some mm -hmm. of them just don't know it yet. Right. <laughs> I like that. I like that philosophy. That's, that's a lot to think about. Mm -hmm. So my next question, um, we touched on it a bit already. Um, there's been a lot of attention lately on the way success is defined as getting into and graduating from a four-year college. Uh, so many students, for you know, a ton of reasons, don't follow that route. Some people can't afford it, or they're needed at home to help with family, or they are just interested in a career that doesn't require that sort of thing, um, you know, like a trade mm -hmm. or an allied health career. What kind of supports are available at the school for those students? Like I said, we have um, dual enrollment options with Wake Tech. Uh, a, lot, a lot of it is being upfront with your College counselor. College and career promise, mm -hmm. that's what that's yes. called, right? A lot of it is being, when you meet with your counselor, making sure that to the best that you can kind of let us know what you want because we have support for everything, whether it's finding a mentor in town of something you're interested in. Um, I know you, 
um, Mr. Herrick works hard and actually finds students jobs and something they may be interested in over the summer and then they may find out I love it or may find well maybe I don't love that um, but I think a lot of it is just the working with your counselor working with your teachers um, and again a lot of that's on us to make sure that we have relationships with the kids where they'll be honest with us because we there's a lot of programs um, but the best program in the world that the child doesn't know they have access to doesn't matter right so communicating with the child what's available and make sure they know they have access to this because access is the key to everything for the kids. Like I said, the best program in the world without the child knowing they have access there really isn't a program. That's true. <laughs> so what sorts of programs are there besides College and Career Promise? I know that there are a lot of classes that you know are good ways to introduce kids mm -hmm. to trades or things that you might not know that you have a built-in aptitude or interest for. Well, a lot of it, too, is through our CTE department here on the career and technical education. Um, there's classes from carpentry to foods, uh, all, I mean, of course, all the business classes. Right. I mean, that, that's, that's kind of a, to me, it's a par partial to Wake Tech. Um, but if you want to go even further, I mean, you can earn um, a certificate that you've passed these classes that you have a strong knowledge base in those sections. But we could also um, get you dual enrolled. And the, the big part about dual enrollment at Wake Tech is for a, unless it's changed, mm -hmm. um, when I was here before, um, when you're dual enrolled as a Wake County student, you can take those classes for free. That's still the case. That is still the case. It Good. Still I, the I case. Didn't want, if it was, I didn't want to make that promise because um, yeah, I know five years case. ago it was. So just to get, to get kids. And, and that's a good time to explore too. Um, I think the worst thing I ever hear from children is like, what are you doing next year? Well, I'm only because they see four-year college as the thing. Well, there's no only. I, I um, completely agree. Like I, that Wake Tech, even if you don't do the dual enrollment, if you, if you graduate from the school and then do two years mm -hmm. there and then graduates from you know, a traditional four-year college, um, I heard a statistic a long time ago that uh, students who take that path uh, who go to Wake Tech for two years, then transfer to a four-year college, they ultimately graduate with a higher GPA than do the native students from that college. Yes. And it's a, I think it's a great way. It saves a lot of money uh, well, for parents or for kids loan-wise mm -hmm. to pay for school. Well, and kids mature at different rates. I mean, how, how many times, I mean, I've heard, and I have friends that, you know, it took five years or six years, and it's because I changed my major three times. Right. Um, or maybe if you, you know, slowed down a little bit and took some time before enrolling in a four-year university, you may, you know, just like you said, that, that's an expensive experiment. It is. Um, and then to have access to what we have here and to have it so close is hopefully, like, I, I want kids to leave here, like I said, prepare for what they want to do and proud of that. Mm -hmm. Because you can almost see it in their faces sometimes if it's not that four-year university where they're headed. You can see, it, I, well, I'm doing this. And they got that look. They're like like no, they that, don't want to admit it. Right. No, that's good. You're doing something. Right. You're, you're ready to go. Whether right. it's, you know, I'm going to go to a trade college or I'm going to, I mean, whatever you want to do. We Be don't, the best at it. Right. We don't define your life. You define your life. Just do, do your best. Mm -hmm. And that's all we can ask. I love all of these philosophies of yours. <laughs> Um, I heard just this morning about graduation for <laughs> the class of 2020, which is a scary, I can't even, yes. it's 
where is time going? Um, there's a new location for the graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about what that, where it's going to be, um, if you know why the change happened? Um, um, we're at Reynolds Coliseum. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, on NC State campus? Yes, June 11th, uh, 10 a.m., 10 mm -hmm. which I'm excited about. Um, I think it'll be a little cozier than the convention center. Uh, so some of the schools that don't have the some of the smaller graduating classes in White County are using Reynolds Coliseum. I know people don't see 470 or whatever that number is right now as small. Mm -hmm. um, relative, I guess. But rel you know, relative. But to me, I mean, even sitting at my son's graduation, my daughter's graduation, um, it, I think it's going to be neat to be in a smaller atmosphere. Um, More intimate. Yes. And I mean, I th hopefully, you know, with sitting up high because, you know, it when you're at the convention center, you're all at floor level. And sometimes the best you can see is the screen. Right. Um, so hopefully, you know, with, I haven't seen the setup. Um, I, you know, we just found this out late last week. Right. But with how Reynolds is set up, I'm kind of thinking you might have a better vantage point as well. Did all of the Wake County schools graduate from the convention center in previous years, or were there always multiple locations? Um, I believe this is the first year that we're using Reynolds. There have always been some across the street at the Memorial Auditorium. Okay. So it'll be nice to have, you know, the option to have a bigger venue yes. for the bigger schools. Yeah. Okay. I did ask for questions um, in the Holly Springs High School Parent Facebook group, um, and a lot of them we've covered already today, and mm -hmm. some of them were kind of specific about you know, societal issues like how do we curb vaping at school um, or about curriculum, curricula that you use. Um, what I want to say to these parents is to contact you directly. Is that, yes. is that what you would say that they should do? Yes. If they have any concerns of their children, um, I'll be happy. My door is always open um, and you will see me um, at events in the morning when you drop off your child. Um, I will be greeting students as they enter this building from one of the avenues every day. Um, but yes, I'm always available for them. That's good to know. So we should just pull you aside and say, Mr. Morrison. Yes, me. yes. And if you, you know, it's like, if I can't talk, we will set up something really quick. Um, but yes, I mean, your child is the most important thing. And if you have a concern that we can help with, then we need to do that. So it sounds like you just um, got about 2,000 new kids. <laughs> well, and, that, and that's the thing, too. Own. Like you're, you're the dad of 2,000 new people. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, you because, you know, my, my child graduated from the University of South Carolina this past May. My daughter's a rising junior at ECU, and they both went to Fuqua Verena High School. Um, to me, you make decisions as a principal as, okay, what would I expect the school to do if this was my child? And that's kind of how I look at it. Like, if that was my child sitting there, what would I expect the school to do? And that's how I treat all of our children. That's good. I think that um, parents everywhere can uh, get behind that and uh, feel comfortable sending their kids here. Mm -hmm. And uh, members of the community uh, can feel comfortable knowing that their neighbor's kids and the community is in good hands with you. So Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm, as a mom of a current, let's see, what is he, a rising junior here, um, I'm happy to meet you and I'm happy to hear all of these things you've said. Um, my um, 
tagline for the Deep Dive podcast is asking the right people the right questions. Mm -hmm. Is there anything I haven't asked that you think I should have asked um, or that you would like to talk about um, that I didn't bring up at all? I don't think so. Um, I think the, the biggest thing that I need is to make sure that everybody knows the door is always open. Um, and if you, you know, if, if you pop in and there's a possibility I can't meet with you, um, that I, we will. Um, but also there's, you know, there's, there's also a kind of a chain of command-ish. Like if, if there's a, if there's a, we might follow that sometimes. Like I know in, in previous schools that, you know, they come to the principal with a teacher. Well, talk to the teacher first. Mm -hmm. um, let's see what we can do. And then we'll go from there. But yes, my door is always open. Um, I may direct to talk to somebody else first. But yes, I'm always here to hear whatever whatever the community needs. All right. Well, we've heard it now. So okay. I do appreciate you sitting down to talk to me. Thank you. All right. So do you see what I mean? I really loved his philosophy that every kid has something great within them that they might not know about quite yet. I believed him when he said these things, and I honestly can't wait to see what he's able to help Holly Springs High School students achieve. I want to tell you who's on next week's episode, but first, let's hear from my friend Beth again from Our Moments in Time. Her shop does something you might not know about, and she talks about it here. If you haven't stopped in yet, Our Moments in Time is located at 205 South Main Street in downtown Holly Springs, right beside the car wash and across the street from the brand new Town Hall Commons building. I'm talking to Beth at Our Moments in Time again, and one of the things you may not know about her shop, besides the fact that they have cute uh, one-of-a-kind finds from local artisans, and delicious coffee and tea drinks, which I'm currently trying to get them to name one after me, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> uh, they also have classes for different sorts of crafts. Beth, can you tell us a little bit about what classes you have coming up and how someone who's interested might register for one? Sure. So this coming Thursday, we have a body butter class coming up. And that's going to be from 7 to 9 p.m. And what you're doing is making like body butter cream yes. to put. One yeah. of our artisans in our store is going to be teaching the class. That's nice. Mm -hmm. So our hope is to have a class every Thursday. Okay. But for now, we have a few upcoming, mm -hmm. and this is the current one okay. for this week. And what's, uh, what's coming up in the next few weeks? What's on the horizon? Then we have, following that one, we have September 12th, we have a mixed media art class where you're going to learn how to paint a flower okay. on a vine. Nice. And then we have September 19th, we have a fall pumpkin floral arrangement class. And I've seen an example of that in your store. It is so cute. Yes. It would be a great centerpiece for Thanksgiving or just to put on your dining room table that people fall don't decor. tend to use. Just throw it on the dining room table. Absolutely. And your dining room is all folly. Awesome. Yes. And then the other one that we have is October 10th, and that's our second sewing class. The first one was a huge success. I saw pictures on your Facebook page. It yes, absolutely. Janice Collier. Janice Collier Designs, and she's phenomenal. And we had a ton of fun. So looking forward to that again. Looking forward to all of them. And how, do, if someone is interested in taking one of these classes, how would they register? It would be very easy. Go to our website at 
www.ourmomentsintime.net and click on the, uh, the tab for workshops. All right, sounds good. And always you can visit the store on their Facebook page and see current pictures of what's going on and pictures from previous classes. Absolutely. Space is limited and there is a fee, but it's worth every penny. Absolutely. Next week, you'll get to hear a chat with Coastal Plain League Commissioner Justin Sellers and the first ever female umpire to ever work in the league, Greta Langhenry. I'll give you a hint about the interview. That woman would not break. She's definitely got what it takes to be a big-time baseball umpire. You'll see what I mean. Until then, this episode was written and produced by me, Karen Shore, with music by Kabbalistic Village. Thank you.